Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giulio, 215-592-9494. Gets you aboard. We'll get back to all your phone calls on the Eagles. Are you worried about a Super Bowl hangover? Hugh has some worry. I do not. A lot of people chiming in. And, of course, the Phillies. Trey Turner here. They didn't play him last night. They sit him, which you know I think we saw coming. Rob Thompson telling uh, to Cameron Ritchie and making it pretty clear they want to give him a day off to clear his head. Well, they go out there and win with Adam last night. So sits a home run, good defensively. And really, it makes you think about this team and without Trey Turner in there. We know he's not going anywhere, but two things. One, would you drop him in the order? I would. And two, should he be guaranteed everyday playing time moving forward? I, I For me, it's not. Because if Sosa's hitting and Trey's not, once a week, twice a week, i got to get the hot bat in there. So we'll talk about that as well. Before we um we go back to the phones, though, a little update here. Hugh, I think the dream is dead. The Los Angeles Angels, according to Todd, uh, should be uh, Tom Verducci, are not trading Shohei Otani. And in fact, last night they traded for one of the better pitchers available, Lucas Giolito. So it sounds like the Angels are keeping Otani and trying to make the playoffs, which I think is dumb because they're not going to make the playoffs and he's probably going to leave anyway. But the dream is over, Hugh. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, they, they were trying to uh, do as much as they possibly could to uh... – Try to win, yeah. Because wasn't that one of his ultimatums? The fact that uh, if if they didn't win, that he was going to go. So I, I guess this is a concerted effort to say, hey, we're trying to win. Hey, we're trying to do something. It could be looked at though as like I, this. I I look at it as a big mistake because if they don't make the playoffs and he leaves, they miss the chance to get a lot for him before he walks out the door. I, you know what? To be honest though, Joe, I think that what they were asking for Shoei for a two month rental, that's a steep price to pay. Because you know he's he's a guy. That, you know, there's been a debate who's the better, like who in history has been the better player. But he's in a position in a time where making a, baseball players are making a ton of money, and he does two things that are highly coveted very, very well. He could be a $60 million per year <laughs> yeah, player. Yeah, 
He does two things that are highly coveted. So it's it's one of those things where, man, you this price for two months is probably steeper than a lot of people wanted to pay. I'm sure it was. And and here's why on this one. Obviously, I want him in Philadelphia. It would have been awesome to watch Joey Otani here. But I don't think the Angels are actually going to make the playoffs, which means we're robbed of seeing the best player in the sport in October. It's a shame. I mean, I, I just I wanted to see him go here or just to a contender so we could see him. But it sounds like he's staying put. The dream of Shohei is over. At least it's it's uh, impromptu, Al. Hey. It is time for a little impromptu, Al. Al Morgani joining us. Hey, Al. Al. Hey, the dream's over? It's over. It's a wrap. Oh, wow. Don't wake me up. They're not going to get Otani. He wasn't going uh, to come here. There would have been, you know what would have been worse? That he said no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't say no to a trade. He wouldn't have been able to say no to a trade. I don't know, man. But if you make it clear you're not staying, you know, like, I mean, if you didn't want to be here, I don't need I don't need another guy that didn't want to be here. Well, we have too many of those. But I, I think the Angels made a mistake. They, they're not – They're not. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, and they just missed the chance to get something for him before he probably leaves anyway. Yeah, probably. I mean, um, I don't know what, what's going to mean for – I mean, total rebuild, what Trout's going to – I have no idea – I just know that uh, it's a, it, if they're hoping for a miracle somehow, I don't think it's going to happen. You look at what's gone on there. They'll probably be better off for it. Um, and they would have been much better off to trade them and just start look at the Orioles and just start over and, and see if they can't go that way. But it, it was mis, it's been misplayed. Um, it just goes to show you. I mean, how many teams have we seen? They load up with people and it doesn't work. Well, it, it happens it, often. I mean, you're right about yeah. that, Al. Before we uh, we'll get to some Eagles stuff, but let's while we're on baseball, your thoughts on Trey Turner? Is we're now almost in August here, so they they give him a night off last night to kind of clear his head, and it sounds like he'll be back in the lineup tomorrow. So let's let's hit two angles here. One, when he's back in the lineup tomorrow, should he still be hitting second, or are we at the point now where you'd put him lower in the order? I was on Sunday with Cap Gun, and I was like, just flip him in the second baseman. That that seemed to be logical to me. I mean, they've got a rising star going on there, and I, it just seems logical to me. The, the The irony here is, you know, he was supposed to do so much with his legs. I think he did need the time off. Um, I'm shocked at his defensive play. I think the – I mean, I, I was assuming the offense would come around, but I didn't know – I mean, the numbers have been great with number of errors, but just the other kinds of plays that don't even count as errors – like, I've been really surprised at his level of play compared to what I thought I was going to get, um, defensively especially. And I know everybody's looking at the hitting. I'm like, wow, I just thought he was a lock salt, you know, no problems at all. I thought he was going to be, you know, a big upgrade. So, yeah, I would, I would drop him in the lineup, and I don't think he'd have much to say about that. I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if there aren't people that won't think, we can, well, let's do two things here. Let's put him first <laughs> and see what happens. That that's the other, and I think then you're opening a real can of worms on what's gone on. So it's been amazing that they've done so well with the issues they have with them. And I have to say, this is a tough one as a manager because I, I don't know his stature in the clubhouse just coming over, but I know his stature in the league, in the sport. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough move for a manager, Hugh, to, to take a guy, you know, much as you say you disregard money, you, actually, you, don't often, you can't often get away with that. So I mean, it's a it's a risky move, and I also wonder, I wonder what Harper thinks of it on what should be done as far as like uh, moving him down in the order. Yeah, or sitting him the mm-hmm. whole thing. 
you know, he's, you know, baseball, a lot of managing is managing that clubhouse and making everybody comfortable. And if one piece isn't working, the other pieces work. <clears throat> but I don't think that there's no way to me that him as a subtraction is a long-term situation here. There's just, it just, it, it doesn't make, it just doesn't happen that you get a guy and you say, okay, we have a player that's better that, you know, that, that, no, that nobody knows. And we mm-hmm. paid a billion dollars and it's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, and then to her, as we talked to Al Morgani here, a little impromptu L, the, the issue becomes they're trying, like every game matters, right? Like if, if this was a different kind of season, different kind of Phillies team, maybe you just say, screw it, let them work through it the whole year. But Al, like, they're, in a, they're in a race where one game might decide a playoff spot. So th- I think it complicates things that there's no breathing room for them, that they have to win while trying to save his season. Yeah, it does. But that, Joe, I don't think that will actually come into plan, like if they're going to long term, you know, until September or whatever. I mean, I still think there's runway. I still think that the hopes are, and like Harper gets more power. <clears throat> I think he finds his game. I mean, put just put yourself in that managing position right now instead of looking at it from afar. Mm-hmm. Look at it close range. Do you really, at this point, do you, are you really going to say, well, this is where we're going forward from here? I, I that It creates far more problems in my opinion anyway, on what's gone on with that team than if you just say, well, it's just a breather and, and we'll see what happens. Now, dropping in the order, I can completely go understand that. But I think that there's a – we not exactly look at the Phillies like the Eagles, like issues come on, but, you know, baseball is a long-term play. And he's got too much to me of a track record to, to say. And now, late in a game, you're gonna, you know, I mean, it's almost more dangerous, pinch hitting or whatever, to see when he comes up. But it's a real dilemma for a manager. And I think you have – I do think you have to kind of lean to the side of he's got a track record. Believe it or not, the money comes into it, which is obviously – really, The money always yeah, comes into it, Al. It, it, it really does. It comes into it, and the, and the locker room comes into it. And I think, I think a lot of that play, I think you, you have to give him more runway. I was – when he got tossed out of the game – it, I, I think it just led me to believe like when he's really thinking about it now. It's, it's, I think getting away from the place, I actually think getting, a, getting away from Philadelphia might help him a little bit too at, at this point because you know, I can understandably, if you know, he strikes out and the reaction to the home crowd is going to be ugly, which is deserved at this point. And I think he, he's accepting of it. But I think I really do think the, the Phillies getting away and getting him back in, a, in the lineup at a regular spot I think that should help, but I'm not in a panic mode at all until until mid-September because it's just he's just too big a name, it's too big a track record. Are you surprised? So, what, when you watch him, Al, what what do you think this is? And we've we've seen a lot of different kind of instances of this in baseball. Sometimes it's just the first year thing, right? We can go through a bunch of free agents first yeah, year, but especially then, in Philly, yes. But then once in a while, Al, Jason Hayward. Uh, Carl Crawford, once in a while, kind of out of nowhere, Chuck Knobloch, right? Like a 30-year-old player that was a star 
just isn't that good anymore. When you watch him, what, what do you think this is? Is it just a transition year, or are you worried maybe he's not as good as, as they thought he was? I thought early watching him, I thought he was trying to hit differently. I thought he was trying to get more of a launch angle. And I know the hitting coach has done a good job here with a lot of guys, but it doesn't always work for everybody. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought he was trying for too much power at the beginning when I was watching him compared to what I saw. But the 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 reason I don't have those long term words because his his legs are so good, mm-hmm. and he should be able to win games in other areas. That's why I didn't think it was that big a risk at that moment. Okay, so if he does that, that's why his defense scares me a little bit here. <laughs> On, on what's gone on. But I do think that he's good enough. His legs are good enough. His, uh, his ability to get, get an extra base, which is why you want him up there in the, in the lineup like that. But not, I know I'm not looking at this like, oh, he can't play. That, that, it's, <laughs> there's certain things that just, it's not logical having watched him play that that would happen. I don't look at him as a novel. Like he, there's too many elements of his game that should be able to be revived. They should be. Impromptu Al Elmorgani with us here. Let's talk some Eagles. First day at camp was yesterday. We were there, and and every question was basically about the Super Bowl, right? How do you avoid the hangover? Where's the focus? Where do you come down on this? Are you worried about a hangover with this team? And and you've seen it, I mean, here twice, right? 2018, the team was not good off the start, wasn't as good as it was the year before. And 05 was a disaster after going to the Super Bowl in, in 04. Al, are you worried about this team having a hangover? I hate the term hangover. Because they lost. <laughs> yeah, that makes you know, sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, all right. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that because Sirianni, for as much as the, uh, peep, the, you know, some of the stuff he says is kind of quirky, I think he's got a pretty good hand. But the combination of him and the quarterback, that's why the, co- the quarterback is so key. He has in Kelsey, the, in addition to all the talent they've put together, the reason I don't worry about quote hangover or being able to come back from a loss like that is the type of people they have there didn't seem to be much living on their success um after last year um didn't uh, didn't uh, uh didn't they offer him this the quarterback thing on that yeah, the quarterback yeah, yeah. off of, uh, right. netflix now, yeah. Now, yeah now what does that tell you he's no interest in anything like that right mm-hmm. it's it's like okay there are certain guys when they say things, you know, that the cliches that come out, you know, the next day, uh, this attitude, pay the rent, whatever. It's just their words. But then there's guys that it really means that. And, and I think you got one of those guys at quarterback. You got one of those guys in front of the quarterback on the line. You've got Johnson. You've got all of these guys. And, and even, even Joe and Hugh, the, the wide receivers, even their attitudes yeah, they're are different. Far, yeah, they're definitely yes. different. Which is why when I'm hearing all of this, uh, you know, and and the fact that they'll, they're kind of addressing it head on, eye, eye eye to eye. Oh yeah, we know about that, and we've got, we've already we've baked that in already. <laughs> it's, they, they've kind of taken out anything like that. Then you know their schedule's worse, so they may end up you know not having the, as good a record. I mean, you know, you look at their schedule, tough as it is, they're probably going to be favorites and. Got 14, 15 games. <laughs> to go I would think so. Thing. Probably yeah, at least twelve or thirteen. Of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. A, but it is a tougher schedule. I mean, last year was felt yeah. like a cakewalk. This one's got some pitfalls in there. Yeah, it is. But but when you really, you know, the, the team's so analyzed, overanalyzed, or whatever, and they seem to have the right. I don't even want to say the right words. They have the right. 
posture about everything. You know, it's like you can you can tell that you you, you can you can you can feel that on on what it meant to lose and to try to get back there. There's no, I don't think there's any getting full of them. They're not smelling themselves at all. <laughs> I do feel, yeah, I agree with you on that, Al. They they seem very he, focused. We, we felt it yesterday with Nicobe and Devontae, very focused. Yeah, I mean, because you got a lot of young cats on there. The good thing about it, I think, in my opinion, Al, is the fact that you have a lot of young guys who still have something that they feel that they have to prove and they weren't here. You know, because you talk you about young guys, you got Dean, you got guys, yeah. and you have veterans that you have veterans that aren't kind of separated from the young guys. Yeah, they're all inclusive. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it's like I think they know their spot and where they are. You know, they're not like um, they're not like the lions in the you know not the Detroit lions. I'm talking lions in the jungle. They're not. They're not like that. They're mm-hmm. they're they're it's it's really cohesive. And uh, I I and I also think the fact that you know some of them coming out of schools that they're familiar with. Um, what they've gone through in college and everything, uh, I think there's something there to, to carry that through. I mean, they, some of these guys have went through a lot just in college just to get there again and then get another shot at it and take advantage. I agree, Al. Al, we always appreciate some impromptu. When's the next time you're going to be on WIP? I will be on uh, Sunday from right after the game, hopefully with Turner, a couple home runs to talk about with Rob. Boy, that would be, that would be oh, yeah. great for that would be, Boy, that that Great would be for great. us, too. Oh, Al, yeah. that sounds great. Right. We'll, we'll be listening then. Thank you, Al. Thanks. There he goes. Al Moore getting a little impromptu Al there. So Al is on board with dropping him in the lineup. He wants to keep playing him every day, but Al's on board with, hey,